Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Amen. Two processions entered Jerusalem that day. Jesus rode in from the east. Pontius Pilate and all his legions rode in from the west. Pilate's was a yearly journey. The Roman governor of Judea always came to Jerusalem at the Passover to remind the Jewish people that their festival of liberation was a religious holiday and not any kind of political reality. Compared to Pilate and his soldiers and his horses, the might of the Roman Empire, the pageantry of the state, I imagine Jesus and his disciples couldn't have looked more ragtag, more threadbare, more worn. Two processions entered Jerusalem that day, the ambassadors of two kingdoms, and through the week, the true nature of these kingdoms would be revealed. The empire of Rome and its territories with their puppet kings ruled through force, coercion, and terror. What you just heard participated in was a show trial and an execution. The empire of Rome was a kingdom of death. And Jesus rides in on a donkey to stand against those earthly powers. He doesn't seem like a mighty Messiah. He doesn't rise up or tear down. At every step of the way, Jesus humbled himself, gave of himself, emptied himself. This king let others call the shots, let his earthly subjects send him to his death. Our God is downwardly mobile, and the exact road to the bottom that his enemies mocked was the path he is trying to teach us to walk. Following Jesus calls on us to empty ourselves, to give something of ourselves away, and in doing so, to free ourselves up to love, to have space in us for God and for our neighbors. We have to accept that it can be a short walk sometimes from humility to humiliation, which is terrifying. Rome is a kingdom of death and God's is a kingdom of life. And it is so much easier to trust in that, to stand against the evil of this world when it's clear our king has already triumphed, has been exalted and given the name above every name, but we're not there yet. That is an all too familiar sensation in these days, right? We may ache for the healing, the relief, the triumph we know is coming, but we're just not there yet. Today we are left standing at the foot of the cross. This is not just a familiar story because it's tradition, because it's Christian teaching. This is a familiar story because it is about the world in which we live. March has been a month of anniversaries. Your last day in the office, our last Sunday in church, the day your school closed, when the lights went down on Broadway. Yet I can't stop thinking about all those other changes, the steady stream of governmental pronouncements. Last March and April, 
How many counties announced they would no longer jail people for minor offenses while awaiting trial? Would halt evictions for people, would no longer enlist the police to remove poor people from their homes? Each act of beneficence was just another veil torn away, exposing a society that is run through force, coercion, and terror. For how long have cities and companies shut off the water, the electricity of people experiencing hardship? When they stopped that practice until this crisis is over, it only revealed they could have extended that grace all along, that there is another way. In showing their benevolence, the powers that be have simply laid bare their cruelty. Caesar himself would be proud. It was the custom, after all, to release a prisoner to the people, anyone for whom they asked. The others would be put to death no matter what they'd done. Palm Sunday forces us to look at the world with eyes wide open, to look at the world and to look at ourselves too. Because where did we begin today with cries of Hosanna, Hoshiana in Hebrew, Hoshiana, which means save us, rescue us. And we can be people who cry out for salvation just as easily as we turn to shout, crucify him. And for hurting people, those might be the same cry. It's the cry of people bottoming out, people who think power is leadership and punishment is justice, people who are frightened and searching for hope. We're still looking for the light at the end of the tunnel, and there's nothing like the light at the end of the tunnel to show how dark the tunnel truly is. What better king could there be for us than one who has come down to our level by choice, who chose our humanity for love of us, our fragility, who withstood our capacity for cruelty and blindness until the end to show that our destruction is never where it ends for God, and that there is nowhere that God won't show us that if we can bear to be so loved. Palm Sunday and Holy Week do not just confront us with our world, confront us with ourselves. We are confronted by God, and we are given the chance to walk these holy days by his side, to, to go to the upper room, to the garden, to the court, to the cross, and to all our own crosses. There is a journey ahead of us if we dare to make it. There is still so much to see, so much to be revealed as God pours himself out for love of us. Amen.